How's it going? Here we go then. What's the time? 25 to 3 on the Friday. I'm having the daisy over later, so I'm doing this early. So how's your bomb for love bites? How's your, uh, whatever? I am feeling so much better. My health is returning. My e my ears. My knees don't creak as much. It's so funny. My knees don't creak as much. Uh, on the show today, man seeks medical advice for having a World War II shell up his bum. Yeah, the bum disposal. It's not my joke, it's somebody else. It's David Quantic's joke. Well, somebody, everybody else next my material. Why? Okay, uh, Sophie Rayworth, Christopher Biggins, porn star who slept with 900 men in a day. I've got to play uh, the seasonal uh, turkeys on fire as well. Da, 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 da. So what have we got here? Uh, I've just put up some stuff there. All right. I just put up it. Angela Merkel's leaving uh, her gig. Much respect, and I like Angela Merkel. I worry about what's going to happen when she goes. So I just put up there, uh, tunes, uh, if Boris Johnson, you know him? You can hide my lion eyes. The old liar himself, Johnson. What would he, what tunes would he, I know, when she leaves, she gets to pick her own music. What music would, uh, she, so she's got that one, someone's surprised she picked some punk music. What do you think Johnson would pick? What music? So I went up there. Uh, I went, uh, I predict a riot. Oh, no, somebody put, uh, who, who's that? Uh, George Hall says, I predict a riot. Lynn Lee says, send in the clowns. I've got, I predict a riot. I've got sh um, lion eyes. What else could we have for Johnson's leaving? It'll happen. Don't worry, they're circling. The vultures are circling. The backbench vultures are circling. Let's get Boris gone. Let's give him a lordship and he'll be in the House of Commons before you know it, the House of Lords, where he can earn all the money he wants. All right, Claire says, uh, hit the road, Jack. The liar. Sorry seems to be the hardest work. Good work, Claire. Uh, so I've got to play Turkey on Fire today. I'll play that as the last song. Yeah, the other thing that's kind of kicked around today in the news, of course... It's my party and I cry if I want There was a party. No, there wasn't. There was a... No, there wasn't a party. What are you saying? But if there was a party, which there wasn't, we stuck to the guidelines. Nobody knows it's my party and I'll lie if you want to. They can't help themselves now, can they? They can't say, yeah, we did have a party. While everybody else was locked down and couldn't have a party. We are the party, but we are the government. We get to do it. I've got a bit... Uh, the, the woman, uh, Maggie Throop, who's, uh, she's, what, junior health minister or junior vaccines minister or something, uh, she was on Question Time last night. She got a short straw, and it's so thick of it, you know, they say, right, OK... Who's got to do it tonight? Well, you do it tonight, because you're done. Oh, I don't want to do it tonight. Yeah, you've got to do it tonight. 
because nobody else wants to do it. So you are, that's why we made you junior minister. It's my party. And I'll lie if I want to, lie if I want to, lie if I want to. Uh, no, what's that? Uh, where is it? Hmm, I've got it in here somewhere. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Ba, da, ba, da, ba. Yeah, so I'm going to do a bit uh, three quarters of an hour tonight. Judy and Johnny just walk through the door like a queen with her king. If I'd like to you I'm not even heighten the fact the line though Yeah, this is uh, Maggie Thrope This is the one that was sent up last night to Question Time And, uh, and she, she gave an answer But it was very funny And I've been reassured That all guidance was carefully followed As it continues Does that answer your question? The, uh, wouldn't it be great if politics were like that? You could just say, do you believe that, audience? No, we don't. No, we don't. That's not true. And I've been reassured that all guidance was carefully followed as it continued. Does that answer your question? Forgive me. Uh, yeah, because there wasn't a party, but if there was a party, which there wasn't, then there would, we would have kept, we would stuck to the rules. Don't you worry. We wouldn't have messed with the rules. I suppose the other big thing that kind of upset me as well, that uh, Little Mix are breaking up. Yeah, they're breaking up. They're doing the old thing, I'm going to work on solo projects. Yeah, yeah, that hurt me, I'll admit. Forget that, but I'm overweight. Uh, I hope she getting better, sir. I'm feeling so much better. Hope she ain't picking it like I did, baby. Yeah. So long as I call it quits. Oh, baby. Forget that, but I'm over it. Guess I should say thank you for the hate juice and the tattoos. Oh, baby, I'm cool, by the way. And sure I loved you anyway. Go ahead, baby, I'm going live my life. My life, yeah. Love little mix. I don't care. I don't. No, I don't care. If you're thinking you're looking down your nose at me and that kind of oh, Ronnie, do you love little? I love the little mix. I like Jesse, by the way. Also put up top ten signs. Uh, your doctor needs a rest. He tells you to strip to the waist, and he does it as well. He, he describes everything as your thingies. From my phone. Phone. Yeah, yeah, you're yep. you What's Christopher Spiggins saying? Looks like there's a whole lot of people, um, gonna be putting out Christmas songs. Oh, come on, Cliff Richard. We want you, Bunny. We want you, Cliffy boy. We want you. That's what we want.
reassured that all guidance was carefully followed as it continued. Does that answer your question? No. 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 Don't. You want to get in touch with us? This is Vague Radio. Uh, it's uh, the closing down sale. How you doing? How you doing? This has got a good ending to it as well. I love a good ending, do you? I love a happy ending. Wasn't there a brothel that, that was called Happy Endings? Other name for brothels. They could hide the fact that it's a brothel. That's a, that's a good phone-in. Hang on to I'll just hang on to this one, because uh, I'm going to play that next. I'm going to play I Predict a Riot, uh, where Johnson goes, Oh, Johnson's going to go soon. Johnson's going to go. Please let him go. Please release Boris, please. Uh, if you want to get in touch, it's 0784945. A couple of people just switched off there. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I don't care. I'm feeling better. And when you're feeling rough, uh, then suddenly you feel better. Then they, you just think, you know what? Life's too short. Life is too short to worry about what other people think. All right. Uh, Claire's listening. Uh, even though she's sat in a cold car while hubby gets jabbed. Claire, you're on the radio more often than me now. She's on at BBC Essex. I met Claire. Oh, I didn't meet her. I met her on the radio. Uh, she's a lovely listener. And Claire is, uh, you know, she's uh, looking after herself. Are you going to get the fourth booster, Claire? Have you had the fourth booster? Anyway, it's good to have you there, Claire. Yeah, I'm going to play, what was that song you said about, uh, what was the thing I was going to say, Claire? I was going to put that up. Uh, it was one of the songs you gave me. I see Stainton's kicking off about the lack of uh, Christmas markets in Peterborough. Uh, I'd love to see Stainton's stall. What would be on Stainton's stall? Paul Stainton, what would his shirts from the 70s, probably 60s. Yeah, Stainton's, come and buy my stripy shirts. Yes, and they'll double as, uh, oh no, okay. That's good, he's getting jabbed, I've had my jab. Um, oh, my own, it clears out too. Okay, what was that one? Oh, I can see clearly now. That's a nice song. That's, thank you, Jerry. Jerry's put that there. I can see clear, I can see, what was it? I can see clearly now. Hit the road, Jack. Good song. I'm putting that one in. I've just got to watch my time because I've got to, I've got to play uh, Turkey on Fire. Hit the road, Jack. Let's get that one up. Uh, hit the road, Jack. Yeah, doing yeah. Good song. Good song, Claire. I'm going to put that one on right now. Yeah. Jack, you come back. 
Boris goes, we'll play this for him. Oh, woman, oh, woman, oh, treat me so mean. You're the meanest old woman that I've ever seen. I guess if you say so, I'll have to pack my things and go. Won't you come back? I hate the road, Jack. What you say? Don't you treat me this away Cause I'll be back on my feet someday Well I guess if you say so I'll have to pack my things and go See, that's a decent length for a song. All right, let's talk about some of the news that's your way today. I can't make my mind up whether to go for um, the man seeking medical advice for having a shell up his bum. World War II shell, by the way. Uh, well, you've got, to t- you've got to do that. You do it properly. Let's go with that one first. Let's go. I've got a problem with my arse. Now, this is from the Daily Mail, though everybody's got it. Bomb squad are called to A&E where patient turned up with two-inch wide world... <laughs> World War Two, two inch wide. Is that a shell? That's maybe two inches. Um, okay, it's not a massive shell. It's just a big bullet, that. Uh, World War Two shell lodged in his rectum where he got there when he slipped and fell on it during a clear out. Yes, how many times have I done that as well? The number of times I've fallen, unfortunately, onto things. Um, the MOD sent a bomb squad... <laughs> After receiving a request from local police officers, the Army Bomb Squad technicians were sent to the hospital after the man arrived in casualty with this anti-tank shell lodged in his rectum. Uh, medics called for a specialist support after... Uh, what would I play for this? Um, what would I play for this? What would you play for the man with a shell up his bum? Okay. Uh, I'm coming out. I'm coming uh, so you could, so it was a 57mm shell, everybody. The uh, military uh, collector claimed his armour-piercing munition was from his private arsenal. <laughs> oh, the Daily Mirror love. He told medics the 80-year-old explosive device became lodged after he tripped and fell awkwardly. Yeah, because it's sitting that way, because there's nothing worse. You've sat it up there, leave it there, I'll sort that out in a minute. Tripped up. His 80-year-old explosive device, which, oh, how the heck do you get that out? Very carefully, he said. Oh, they sent in a robotic, all right, a robotic, um, right, so it was sent in. Uh, the guy said he found the shell where he was having a clear out. He said he put it on the floor when he slipped and fell in and it went up his oh, bum. Bless him. It was a solid shot round. It was chunky, pointed lump of lead designed to rip through the uh, armour, the tank's armour. It's basically an inert lump of metal. All right. Well, you don't want inert 
Uh, you, 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 you want the inert. If you're going to have a lump of metal, make sure it's the inert ones. Um, a, hospital, a hospital spokesperson confirmed uh, relevant safety protocols were followed and there were no risks of staff, patients. I hope it was wearing a mask. The MOD uh, added they sent the bomb squad following a request from the police. The bomb squad. Yes, of course it was. Uh, so the, I think the takeaway from this, ladies and gentlemen, is don't have a spare World War II shell around and fall on it, unfortunately. Watching the people get Larry. It's not very pretty, I tell you. Walking through town is quite scary. Not very sensible either. A friend of a friend, he got beaten. He looked the wrong way at a policeman. Would never George Hall that suggested this. When Johnson leaves, and he will leave, we've just got to pray, everybody. Come on. He will go one day, and we'll end up with Rishi Sunak. Or oh, Liz Truss. Liz Truss, who's the Foreign Secretary. She's at the top of the list of the Conservative people, because they would pick the next Prime Minister. You wouldn't. No, of course you wouldn't. And Liz Truss is loved. By the rank and file, what? Yeah, the rank and file. Christopher Biggin rants, ridiculous cancel culture is a pantomime tradition at risk. Uh, he, Christopher Biggins, he must make a fortune because he didn't do anything. Well, he does his um, sort of appearances every now and then, but the money in Panto is brilliant. I've never done Panto. I've never been asked. I never got down that road. So a lot of DJs have done that. I don't know if Stainton has. Christopher Biggins has said that the long-running and historical tradition in pantomime theatre is at risk of being lost due to political correctness. Um, Panto's uh, politically correct. No, we don't want to. Yes, we do. Oh, yes, we do. Right. He said that the uh, political correctness would wipe out what was left of the tradition of male actors in drag. I was um, who did I dress up as once when I was? Um, it was for a Christmas performance. I was. It was a Scottish. Um, I, I dressed as a female. Uh, who was it? My mate was uh, Duncan McRae, and I was Mary McDonald, I think. Oh, I had the hair for it, you see. And the legs. I love the legs. Still have. Oh, two, three, four. I predict it right. Imagine that party will have when Johnson's arse is out the door. Wouldn't it be fabulous? Oh, man. Um, right, I've got another song to play yet, yeah, because uh, that's what, 5-2. I've, I've got Daisy about quarter past three. I predict a riot. Remember that? Who was the last panto I went to see? It would probably be uh, at the Cambridge Con Exchange, and it was Matthew Kelly. Um, and I think he was playing. Was he playing buttons? Was he playing buttons? I can't remember. 
Oh yeah, Sophie Rayworth um, is temporarily replacing, temporarily replacing Andrew Marr on the flagship Sunday morning show. Yeah, Andrew Marr's going to LBC for a 500,000 quid. <laughs> and he wants to find his voice again. He wants to find his thing so he can actually say what he really thinks. Good on you. 500,000 pounds. Can you imagine? 500,000 pounds. But they'll sell the advertising for that. LBC will sell, be a shed load of advertising they'll sell. They'll make that money right away. A lion eyes, this is for uh, Johnson when he goes. Hey, Johnson, you cannot. Sorry, yeah, I'm not sitting the fence anymore. When I was a bit poorly last week, I thought, you know, I've just got to stop sitting the fence. I can't wait for Johnson to go. I can't wait for the Tories to go. This will upset a few of you, but I don't care. Uh, the 53-year-old journalist, journalist Sophie Rayworth will temporarily take over the Andrew Marshall on BBC One's flagship Sunday programme. She'll take the uh, she'll front the show for a short period while the recruitment process for a permanent presenter takes place. <gasps> Could it be me? Just keep asking the question. Let's get Paxman back. Come on, let's get Paxman back. What do you think? Forgive me. Yeah, uh, well, let's come back. Because I like Paxman. It might be Andrea Neal. Uh, the 62-year-old Andrea Marr said he was keen to get my own voice back. I would now focus on presenting political and cultural radio shows and writing for the newspapers. Oh, gosh. Father of three is married to fellow political journalist Jackie Ashley, 67, and earns up to £339,000, £340,000 a year at the BBC. Added giving, uh, leaving to join Global would give him a freedom to do journalism with no filter. What the hell does that mean then? So he's not doing journalism, he's got the filter on when he's doing journalism. At the BBC, what the hell's going on there? Oh, you gotta sit, you know, you gotta be, uh, oh, you can't be, uh... Industry experts said LBC would be a great home for Andrews. He wouldn't have to abide by the BBC's strict impartiality rules. By the way, if you've got to listen to anybody, James O'Brien is brilliant on LBC. Just brilliant. Jaw-droppingly brilliant. It comes after Mar hinted in May that you believe me because of not being able to speak in your own voice. Bless him. So Sophie Rayworth, who's pretty cool as well, pretty good. I don't know who would be another female that would. I remember the days of uh, Brian Walden. Who used to be on ITV is brilliant. She whispers it's only for a while. She swears it soon she'll be coming back. Okay, let's go to the next big story. Um, we'll do the porn star who slept with uh, 900 men. Porn star slept with 900 men. What? In a day. Adult star Lisa Sparks, oh, of course, uh, reportedly set the record for sleeping with the most amount of men in one day during the 2004 Eroticon event. I didn't get an invite. 2004, so no masks were needed. She didn't exactly have the best time, um, and people were shocked. They found out the record for the most of men, uh, amount of men uh, she slept with in one day, 900 men. What? According to the Sun, Lisa managed to bed 919 men at the event in Warsaw, in not Warsaw, in Warsaw, in Poland. 
That was the course of 7.5 hours. Wow. However, she didn't have the best time during the event. Admitted she was so bored, she ordered a McDonald's. Well, wow, that's a real aphrodisiac. Are you having a Big Mac, or is it just the way you're looking at me? Lisa said they were flutters at present at the event, so that many men were ready. What? Said they were flutters present present at the event, so that the men were ready to go when the time came. What was a flutter then? I can't remember. She was reportedly competing against two other men, women that day and beat them. Oh, there was a competition on. And she beat them by 21 men uh, by the time the final whistle went up. The adult star beat the previous world record holder. He slept with 759 men during the 2003 annual World Gangbang Championship. It was a gangbang championship. You don't see that in Olympics, but maybe you should. I would watch it. Anyway, I, I don't know how to say, don't do that, kids. It's not clever and you'll end up with a disease you don't want. You'll end up with a life of heartache. Hey, I've got to go because uh, Daisy's around shortly. Uh, let me shove this down. Um, I've got to play my uh, Christmas rendering of uh, uh, done by uh, a boy called Neely Barber. Um, this one is called uh, Turkey on Fire. You may remember the tune, but this is the original version of um, Turkey on Fire. This is uh, done by Nelly B. Here we go. See you next time. Have a good day. Get your hands yourself, you dirty beggars. Christmas is coming, Santa's big day, you know he's watching, he's watching, all of the boozers, for most of the day, must watch the oven, the oven, Hey!